The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. Welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans, one of those which is our deep dive topic for today, which is bank statement loan. So what we do on this show every morning is pull up our pricing tool to go over the actual live mortgage rates for different programs. And then we do a deep dive into a different topic every day. Today's deep dive is going to be bank statement loans, one of our specialties. So our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez, with 27 years of experience, is going to do a deep dive into that topic in a little bit, pull up some actual bank statement quotes and scenarios that we will go through. But before we do that, like we do every morning, Nick, let's go ahead and pull up our pricing tool so we can go through the rates for the different programs and see what the market is looking like this morning. All right, let me switch my screen and we'll get started. All right, we have our pricing tool here for our team of mortgage professionals. This is going to show us the general rates and APR, including all the fees for today. It is June 26, Monday, just after 11 a.m. So all of the program, uh, the general program should have new rates by now. So we're going to use this tool to check out the general programs and APR. If you'd like a full breakdown, a full loan estimate, all the fees that go into the APR, please get with one of our team members. We have over 300 licensed loan officers, and we can do primary and second homes in 24 states, and we can do our DSCR business purpose loans in 44 states. So they'd be happy to quote that for you. So for our demos today, we're going to set up a nice, easy scenario so we can compare across the programs. Going to set a loan amount of 400000 We're going to set the LTV to 80% loan, 20% down payment. We're going to set the desired price to 99 That means we're going to ask the computer to find the best rate at one discount point for cost. And we're going to compare a few programs here. We'll start with conforming conventional as we do every morning. We'll compare that to FHA, which is usually the next best option. And then we'll go into expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional loan programs that most banks or lenders don't have access to. We also have VA, but that's only for eligible veterans and active service members. If you are eligible, please let us know. We'd be happy to quote that for you, but not everybody's eligible, so we don't do that live. And same with USDA, that's only for eligible properties. So if you do happen to be shopping in a rural USDA area, let us know. We'd be happy to quote it, but not everybody is, so we don't do that live either. So we'll start today with our conforming conventional. We will do a purchase, 30-year fixed standard loan. We will set the occupancy to primary, single family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade. And for all of our demos today, we'll use an estimated FICO score of 760 and an estimated debt to income ratio of 40%. So with these basic settings, let's check the conventional rates this morning. And it's the same as last week. So sometimes no movement is good news, right? So we've been here at the 6875 for 0.875 discount points and a final APR of 7.037 for the last few days on the show. So it looks like we're still there. Hopefully this afternoon after some market news comes in, hopefully we see some downward movement. Now, if for any reason our customer doesn't qualify for conventional 
the next best option. We'll go back to our pricer. Set up the same exact scenario is FHA. So FHA allows a little more leniency on credit type of events as well as a higher debt to income ratio. However, to compare apples to apples across the programs, we're going to keep everything else exactly the same as it was on our last demo. And we're just going to compare FHA to conventional for the same exact scenario. Now, this is also about the same as it was last week. Not much movement. 6.125 rate for 0.75 discount points and costs and a final APR of 6.709. So remember, APR takes all of the costs into account. And FHA does have some upfront mortgage insurance as well as yearly. So that's included here. And in this case, FHA is actually a little bit cheaper. Remember, conventional was just over seven. Here we have an FHA option for 6.709. So just a little bit cheaper here. So definitely recommend our customers that qualify for both conforming conventional as well as FHA. Check out FHA. It could actually be cheaper as it is in this scenario. Now, where we specialize and where many other banks or lenders don't have other options is if our customer doesn't qualify for either of our standard programs for conventional or FHA. So for our third demo here, we're going to check out our expanded guidelines, aka non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional loan programs using alternative income that many other banks or lenders don't have. So we'll keep everything else exactly the same, but you'll notice a new option pops up when we select non-QM, and that's our income verification option. Now, full doc is what we use for FHA conventional. That's two years of tax returns. So typically, we would choose one of the non-QM options to use one of these other income options. So we have asset-related programs, we have business bank statement programs, our investment property programs for DSCR we'll talk about in a minute. Personal bank statement, 12 month, our most popular program by far. We'll do that in a second. Due, stated income, VOE, 1099s, P&Ls, no income at all, all kinds of different options here. But our most popular here for our demo today is going to be our personal bank statement, 12 month option. And that's going to be for our self-employed borrowers. Many times our self-employed borrowers will submit two years of tax returns, have different write-offs and such, and may not qualify at all or may not qualify with as much income as they'd like to purchase the home they really want. So these are great solutions for our borrowers who either need help to qualify at all or just need a little bit of extra income. So instead of using two years of tax returns for income, we're simply going to use their last 12 bank statements to determine a debt to income ratio in this example of 40% using their actual cash in the bank rather than tax returns. So many times our self-employed borrowers qualify with double, triple, quadruple the income because we're actually using cash in the bank accounts. So with these settings, let's check out our non-QM solutions. That's also about the same as it was last week. So you see here the top option we have 7.375 rate for 0.875 discount points and costs and a final APR of 7.437. So remember, conventional was just over seven. Here we have a non-QM option using bank statements for our borrower who would not qualify at all conventional for just a tiny bit more cost here. So from seven to 7.4, that's a great trade-off there. Definitely commend our borrowers that need a little bit of extra help. Check out our non-QM options. There's also a lot of other leniency that comes with these. So if you scroll down, we'll see we have hundreds of different options. Some of these at the higher rates may allow things like bankruptcies and recent foreclosures and other things that would disqualify from a conventional loan. 
So not only can we get different income, but a lot of these non-QM programs allow us to get around other guidelines as well. So please give our team members, they'll find which one of these programs fits best for you. Now, before we get into Jose's deep dive on this exact topic, where he'll go into all the different combos of the bank statement programs, we always want to do our live rates for investment properties. So for our final two demos, we're going to switch to investment properties on the occupancy. We'll set up the same exact setting here, 80% LTV, 20% down payment, and we'll compare our investment property options. So we have our conforming conventional rates and we have our non-QM non expanded guidelines rates. Remember FHA, VA, USDA are not eligible for investment properties. So we'll simply compare these two options. We'll start with conforming conventional. Everything else is gonna stay the exact same as it was on all our other demos. All we've edited here is the occupancy to investment property. So let's check out the investment property rates this morning. And as I say every day with conventional, unfortunately, they've added some loan level price adjustments. I would explain them more as penalties for investment properties. So unfortunately, the computer can't find an option for one discount point in cost. So the best option the computer found, still great option for our customers that qualify, 7.125 rate for 3.625 discount points and costs and a final APR of 7.379. So great option for our customers that qualify, but most investors ask us to increase the rate in order to lower the discount points. Most investors would rather spend, uh, as you see in this example, 3.625 discount points is $14,500 that an investor would much rather deploy into another investment. So most investors would don't mind going up in rate in order to reduce the cost. Fortunately, with conventional, it's just not possible with these recent adjustments that they've made. And that's where we love to present our non-QM options. So for the final demo, switch back to the tool here, set up the same scenario, investment property. And this time we're going to use our expanded guidelines, aka non-QM. So first thing for non-QM we always got to select is our income option. And for an investment property, the most popular income option by far and our most popular program in the whole company by far is our DSCR program. That's because it does not require any income. It does not require any employment. We are simply going to use the estimated rental income from the property we're purchasing in this demo in order to determine a DSCR value that stands for debt service coverage ratio. So if the estimated rents from the property cover the estimated expenses, the PITIA of the mortgage we're proposing, that is a ratio of 1.00 or higher, aka the property cash flows on a monthly basis. We make more rents than we have to spend on the loan. Now, we also have options for DSCR ratios under 1.00, which basically means that the property does not quite cash flow on a monthly basis. So for our demo today, I always delete this so that we can see all the different options. And the final thing we always got to select that is standard for investment property non-QM programs is our prepayment penalty. So we always use three years for our standard option. However, we can select zero. That will cost much more money and limit the amount of loan programs. So we don't do that on the demo. And there is an option for five years, which does save us some money, but not all loan programs allow five years. So for the demo, we always choose three so we can see most of the programs available. So with these basic settings, let's check the DSCR rates this morning. So looks like it went 
up a tad from last week, but we still got some good options here. At the top, 7.875. So we went up in rate a little bit, but notice how much we've saved the investor in cash. 0.725 discount points. It's only $2,900. So the investor goes from $14,000 out of pocket to $2,900 out of pocket. As long as the property cash flows, our investors are usually happy with this. And remember to compare apples to apples. We always use APR. So this is 7.932 APR. Definitely a little bit higher than conventional, but a lot of flexibility here. Remember, no income, no employment. Many times our investors will start one, two, five, ten 10 loans at a time to refinance multiple properties, purchase multiple new investment properties, and a lot of flexibility there because no income, no employment, very little documentation. Also, if you scroll down here, you'll see some other options that pull up with different DSCR ratios, different prepayment penalty options. Some of these things may allow things like bankruptcies and foreclosures, just like the other non-QM. So please get with our team. They'll find which one of these hundreds of options works best for your exact scenario. So now that we've done the live rates, let me go ahead and switch my screen and we'll introduce Jose's deep dive topic for today. All right. So for today, for those of you that joined us earlier, our topic is bank statement loans. We always do a live pricer demo on the bank statement. You guys saw me just do it just a minute ago. But Jose loves to go into a deep dive on this. A lot of flexibility. Bank statements usually that the best option when we, you know, get away from full doc conventional bank statements, usually, uh, you know, kind of the, the next tool to pull out of your tool chest, right? So we want to make sure that everybody on our team knows how bank statements fit in. And also just to show everybody out there all the different options. Not only can we do primary as we just did in my demo, but you can do investment properties. You can do different LTVs with no MI. We don't have to do that in a live pricer, all kinds of different variations that we can do within this program. So uh, happy to have you back, Jose. If you're ready, let's go ahead and have you take over. Good morning, everybody. Great to be with you today. Thank you for joining us for Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. I have a lot of great examples for you today because bank statement loans are the most popular type of non-QM loan. Last time I checked, I think it was over 60% of the non-QM origination is bank statements. So if you are not quoting bank statement loans as an option to for your self-employed borrowers, you are leaving money on the table. So as I just mentioned, the bank statement loans are for self-employed borrowers only. Now, we do have options where we can mix our income types, you know, bank statement, P&L, W-2. So keep that in mind. We do have some great options there. But today we're going to concentrate on solely the bank statement portion only. I have just options and refinance options for you. Our first option is today is at the maximum LTV. Let me make that a little bit bigger for everybody. Right. So it is at the maximum LTV of 90%. Right. So obviously at 90%, rate's going to be a little bit higher. Cost's going to be a little bit higher. But you do see here for our loan amount, we're using a $500,000 purchase price here. So this loan amount is $450,000. So at a cost of a little bit of over one point, 
Our lowest cost option is at a rate of 9.875, and you can buy it down to 8.75%. Now, keep in mind that, uh, in case you're not aware, on all non-QM loans, there is never any mortgage insurance, which means that at a 90% LTV, the rate does build in the additional risk for not having MI at a 90%. So if you're trying to compare uh, you know, the rate, even though obviously you cannot compare because this is a bank statement, but if you're looking at what it would be, uh, if it was a loan with MI, keep that, keep that in mind there. So 10% down, 90% LTV. Now, once we go to 85%, LTV, which is a little bit more in line with the more options available there. You know, as you increase the LTV, there's going to be less uh, conduits for that chance, you know, for that loan. So the rate will be a little bit higher. But here, now at an 85% LTV, you're looking at 8.625. And I believe that was 0.375 cost on that in points. And you can buy it down all the way to. Eight percent. So keep in mind that's eighty-five percent LTV, bank statement, and no MI. And where it gets really interesting here at an eighty percent LTV, look at those rates. Seven point seven five is giving you a lender credit of a thousand dollars, and seven point two five is costing you. 7,500 bucks, which is about two points. And because our loan amount here is 400, so it's actually 1.7, 1.8 points on that, which is very good. Those are conventional rates. Now, for our investment purchase, the maximum LTV is 85%, so it is 15% down. For those of you that need help with the math, though I know none of you do. And you're looking at 9.5% at the lowest cost option. And you can buy it down all the way down to 8%. Now, keep in mind, again, this is 85% LTV investment property purchase. No mortgage insurance using 12 months bank statements. And you can still get 8%, which is amazing. That's a very popular option, guys. Don't don't miss out on quoting that because there's only about one DSCR option at 15% down, but there's quite a few here at the once you add some income. So definitely recommend everybody quotes a lot of these. Uh, well, not the refinance, the one you had up before, the investment, yep. 15% Purchase. down. Yes, uh, everybody on our team, please send some of those options out if your borrower is an investor, but maybe they have a little bit of income they can use. A lot of benefit to add just a touch of income for those investors that are doing the DSCR. You can still close in an LLC, right? It's still a commercial loan, you know, for the investor. So very, very good option. And now let's go into some refi options. And this is an investment, 80% LTV on the investment property, which is the maximum LTV for a cash out. This yeah, this is, is a, a cash out, cash correct? Out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes, this is a cash out. I didn't put cash out, so I wanted to confirm let everybody know this is a cash out refi and look at those rates. Those are very good rates. Nine and a quarter costs you 500 bucks, but you can buy it down all the way to 7.99 for an investment property cash out. Now to put this 
into you know a little bit of context in here so everybody understands how amazing this is. Um, you can't go 80% cash out on an investment property on a conventional loan. On top of that, we're talking bank statements. So this is a really good mix here. And on top of that, you can close in an LLC. Remember, guys, yeah. our investors can still close these non-QM loans in their LLCs as they want. So save a little bit of money. It's still a quote-unquote commercial product for them. Great options here, guys. Yeah, and you will be the consultant of choice because you're basically checking all of the boxes that your investors are going to be looking for. And if that wasn't good enough... Then we have 75% LTV, investment property, cash out, refi. Look at these rates. Look at that. 8.25 is actually giving you a little bit of a lender credit. And you can buy it down all the way to 7.5%. And this loan amount is 375. So that's a little bit about, that's about two and a quarter, two and a half points there. At a 7.5% cash out refi. Now we have our primary cash out refi at the maximum LTV of 85%. Again, no, no more, more than conventional. Sure. Yeah, very much more. And this is cash out, right? Look at that. And this is, look at that, nine and a quarter is at par. And you can buy it down to eight. 0.5%. So that's a little bit over two points on that one. And mind you, 85% is the maximum, right? So now if we put it a little bit more in line with what is more readily available at the 80%, look at those rates. 7.999 is your lowest cost option. And you can buy it down all the way to 7.5%. Four nine nine. So very good options here for your bank statement loans. You can see why sixty percent of the loans being originated non-QM loans are bank statement loans because these are great rates. Bank statement is and and something else that I that I want to let everybody know that in the non-QM world, uh, bank statement loans typically have the same pricing as full doc loans using tax returns. So keep that in mind when you're sizing up your deals and struggling with those tax returns. It will behoove you to look at the bank statement option and see what that if the customer can provide those last 12 months. And you're going to have a, a more streamlined product that's not going to require tax transcripts. So no additional delays, no issues that that may bring, you know, just basically keeps it from getting messy how it could get when you bring in one or two years of tax returns. So that's a great point there, guys. Remember, full doc for non-QM, quote unquote, full doc means anything with income, really. So full doc, one year tax return, full doc, two year tax return, which is what we're all used to. But bank statement is also considered full doc. P&L is also considered full doc. Most of these are considered full doc. They're alt doc, but they're still full doc for the for the non-QM world. So same price. So always choose the best option for your borrower. It should be the same price, no matter which option fits best. We got some great questions here, Jose. Uh, this was the one I almost stopped you there, but let's bring this question up from Victoria. What is the number of unit limitation for investment purchases, 85 LTV? Great question. 
usually going to be one unit. Usually once you go two to four units, there's going to be an LTV adjustment. Mm-hmm. I believe we do have some options though. So put it in the pricer. There are a couple options for two to four, I believe on the 85 purchase. I actually purchased one myself a little bit ago, right? That was the one we purchased, Jose, about a year ago. We purchased actually two two units at 85. Uh, back then, they had two unit DSCR 85s as well. One of them was a 85 DSCR. One of them was a bank statement 85. So what What's probably going to determine that is, I mean, if it's primary, I guess, it's going to be a little bit more lenient. Yeah. And Blake asked another question. Of course, always good to reiterate, this is only for self-employed borrowers though, right? Is that correct, Jose? Yes, sir. First thing I said in the beginning is this is self-employed. So, but remember, most people are self-employed these days, right? This is this is 2023. If they've driven Uber once during the year and they have a 1099 from Uber for one drive, they're self-employed. But that one drive is not going to be enough income to qualify for the loan. However, that technically is a self-employed borrower, but you're only going to get income from that one Uber drive or whatever it was, right? So uh, more common than you think. Right. And then many times if someone drives Uber or, you know, does a gig economy, sometimes when you use bank statements on that income, even though they make a W-2 that may be more uh, of their regular income, they might actually qualify with the self-employment income. So definitely try to mix and match and and find the best combination that works. Right. Because just because their side gig might not be their full time gig, you actually might be able to get more income from their side gig with these alternative income methods. That's why we want to make sure we let you guys know these options exist. You might get lucky. And as Jose said, you can mix as well. So you can, they're going to price as a bank statement, but you can always add W2 income as well to some of the pro, not all, right, Jose, not all, but some allow you to do both, right? So you can get really flexible with non-QM. That's why we love it, guys. All I think that's right. it for questions. You can go ahead and wrap it up here, Kyle. Yeah, absolutely. All right, great. Thank you, Jose. So remember, we do this show every single weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern where we go through all of the different rates for the different programs and do a deep dive into a different topic like we did today with the bank statement loans. So make sure to tune in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we hope to see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern for the next episode of Daily Mortgage Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.